I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good afternoon, good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. This is episode 12, season 6. Well done, Jonathan. Thank you very much. Welcome back to this show again today without George once more. We're going to have a right good moan up this evening, aren't we? This morning or this afternoon. No more than normal for me. Oh, I think this one could be a special moan up. (laughs) In fact, I think we've already picked the title for today. What's it called? The Big Moan Up. Oh, there you go. So George isn't with us again because George has, uh, having returned from his trip in America, has moved house. Yeah, I so mean, it's it's a question of priorities, isn't it? Yeah. So we should sort these things out. But Hang on. Let's just, I'm going to try and call him while, uh, while you're talking. no longer able to do this podcast in the near future until we get oh, some look, look, look. things sorted. I'm trying to ring him. Work. I think it's he's like on the train. So. Answer, George. Exciting. He's not picking up. This is the Vodafone voicemail service for... Oh, oh I better cut that off <laughs> so we don't give his... his uh, um, so... There you go. We need to get some technical things sorted. Sure, uh, George will be back with us yeah. next week. Yeah, yeah. He's moved to Scotland, so we need to get him on Skype. Uh, and he's going to start supporting Rangers. Don't blame him. Yeah, probably better. Anyway, we're here to discuss a football game, aren't we, John? We went to a football game on the at the London Stadium. <laughs> Did Our you friends. have a good day on your? Have you got your match day ritual for your London Stadium ready? Uh, no, not really. What, what did you do? What did we do? Yeah. Uh, we met at the sports bar at Waterloo. Nice. We went to the, from there we went to the Bow Bells at Bow. You like that? Proper, decent East End boozer. And then we got back on the DLR to... Uh, Pudding, Pudding Hill Lane. Pudding Mill, P- Lane. Pudding Mill Lane. And, uh, yeah. and then we went in, had another beer inside, which is, to be fair, I don't mind an Amstel in there. 
I think you were in the, the ground before me. I, I went to the Hammers Chat boat for the first time. They've got five boats moored up just by the stadium. They had a deal with um, Carlsberg, which means you got a free beer as you entered. So I went there with my son uh, and had a chat with Gonzo and Chris beer, and got a free beer. Uh, and they had a big raffle and and, um, and then spoke to Marlon Harewood afterwards. And, and um, yeah, they it's a really good... We should go down there, John. They've invited us, so we should go down to the Hammers Chat. You've got to book in advance, by the way. You've got to be a member of their forum. But I suggest... When I don't have the kids, and we're on a drinking session, or you bring your girlfriend, so, and when I don't bring my girlfriend, that we go to the Hammers Chat boat. Oh, that's what we had agreed previously. We have. We yeah, just haven't got round to what. A, so all, that's why you bowling up there on your own. You know, all the planets have not aligned together yet, John. Yeah. Anyway, I think it might happen this season or next season. You never. It won't happen next season. So ain't going. Anyway. Anyway, we 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 played a game of football. I did speak to Channel Four, so I am gonna be. There's gonna be a Channel Four program. That will do you proud, John. It talks about the transition moving to the London Stadium, and I think the interview I did after David Garb will, will, will make you cringe. Well, you already make me cringe on a regular <laughs> basis, Jim. So, I mean, lots, lots of I, I just really you despair. I know I don't you do. really want to be aligned to it. Really <laughs> good, good. All right, I, w- I won't send you copy. Let's talk anyway. Let's. It, it's it's not a London Stadium podcast. It is a West Ham podcast, and we're going to be talking that West Ham played the Gooners, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the score was John. What was it? West Ham won. One, yeah. Andy Carroll scored on his first start. Oh, good debut. And how many did Arsenal score? I forget the number. Uh, was it five? Five, yeah. five, one to Arsenal. What was um, the score at half time, Sean? The score at half time was uh, 1-0. Yeah, so I wonder what happened in the second half. We sure. sort of fell apart in the last 20 minutes. Um, I'm fair, we stayed as well, didn't we? Yeah, we had to stay because you can't get out. Well, we couldn't get out. There are a few people. But you know what? Um, it comes to something when you're outsung by <laughs> Arsenal. I mean, you go to their place and you go, is this a library? Well, they were out singing us with their bloody Ozil song that they nicked from us. I know, it was I know. You know? Outsung by Arsenal. Outsung by Arsenal. And there was How so bad is it if you get outsung by Arsenal? The chorus of you're not West Ham anymore. That was pleasing to hear. Let's just do a quick stat attack, because this is going to be a quite short section, I think, for the game. Uh, West Ham had the majority of the possession with 51%, John. That's, that's good. That's because it took about 10 minutes for the keeper to keep getting the ball the, out of the net. The Gooners, obviously, that meant had 49. West Ham had 10 shots. And three of them were actually on target. One of them actually went in. That's good as well, isn't it? It is. However, Arsenal had 19 shots of 10 which were in target. And to be perfectly honest with you, if it wasn't for Darren Randolph, it could have been 8 or 9 1. He did it do a couple of decent He saves. did. He could have been, couldn't it? 8 yeah, or 9 1. 10 1. It could have been 10 1. Like you say, it fell apart, didn't it? It was awful. Who's to blame, John? Come on, let's get it out. Who's to blame? It's just. It's just gone to shit, isn't it? It's just there was that the game against Chelsea in the cup where it all we seemed to get that intensity back and the passion back. But it seems to then we sort of had the draw against United. And it looked like it was on an upward turn, but then in the cup game, it's all gone away. The you know, the Man United game against um Man United game in the cup that sort of lost all the passion again and again this weekend it was just 
you know, you take into account that we've lost. Cre- it seems to be no Creswell, no team, doesn't it? Yeah. Lose yep. Creswell. Yep. Obviously, had no no one on the right. It's just it's you know we we we've relied on Creswell as our only left back for however long. And yep. we see there's two seasons now he's been out. Mascarado is it not Masca Masuaku Masuaku. He's all right. He's half decent, but he's he's no Creswell, is he? And he's he's not. You know, he's, he was quite badly injured because we see him, didn't we, in the car park? Yeah, 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 on leg brace. Braced up and everything. So he's trying to get himself back to fitness. So we were clearly defensively weak. Cause we, what did we have? That Fernandez on the right, was it? Yeah, Ogbonna, um and Reed. I mean, Reed did a few decent things. Ginge went off in the first. Ginge went off injured. And yeah. I just, it's just, I just, yeah. I Noble was back. A uh, uh, skipper. Yeah. He didn't do a lot. No one did a lot. Pyatt did didn't look like he was bothered again. Yeah, Pyatt's, he must be gone in his there, head. There's talk that, um, I mean, I think we all know by now, it's not a secret anymore, that Abaloa had a big fallout with Slavin Bilic. Um, he was sent to train with the kids for two weeks and fined two weeks' wages. And there are t- there's talk that the division in the team started from then Maybe they didn't think Billet should talk to a professional footballer that way that came from Real Madrid. There is also rumours that um, um, Andre Ayew also had a falling out and that's why he missed the trip to Man United. He was on the bench. Um, you know, this is a, this is someone who's just come back and was supposed to be fit and he's a star striker, uh, sorry, star uh, signing, record tr- transfer. And yet, He's on the bench, and he, he, you know, he can't be fatigued. What's going on there, John? Has he lost the dressing room? I don't know. Has he? No, no, he hasn't. <laughs> 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 I, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I can't, he, you know, he's, he's got, Billy's got to take some of the blame for it because it's, you know, it's, it's under his watch, isn't it? As such, but I would like, I would like to know who. As opposed to, see, the thing is, you'll tell me that it's all down to Billich because Sullivan tells you it's all down to Billich. What do you mean, Sullivan? Did Sullivan doesn't talk to me? What well, are you no, talking about? You know, he tells whoever that they say all the signers are down to Billich. And all, I, mean, oh, I, yeah. would, I would like to know why here we are. We've like only just got Masuaku in, but previous to that, we were relying on Creswell as the only left back. Why we haven't got a proper recognised right back. Yep. For season after season as well. We had Jenkinson on loan. You know, it's just... Well, Fernandes came from Tony Henry. Um, Caleri, I think, was a, a chairman pick. Um, but I think a lot of them were were targets from Village. I think, um, and I hear, closest cl- uh, close to the club, tell me that, you know, whether Village stays or not to the summer... Uh, he's unlikely to be given free reigns to to get transfers again. That that there's a an element of lost trust for him just to choose the transfers after an unsuccessful summer, and therefore it will be a sort of freeway sign off where the ball Tony Henry well, should be and Slavin Bilic has to all sign off together. That should be the case, but see, I I I suspect that he would have gone to the board with a list of players he wanted. And they would have just said, look, these are the list of players you can have. Pick out of there. Mm. Uh, that, to me... My understanding is it didn't happen like that because they wouldn't have been pitching um, Torre. Do you really think Torre oh, was I'm on sure the list? No, he, he, he 
without a doubt, it's Pictore and Paguli. I don't, yeah, Paguli does strikes me. Northout. Yeah, they but they both free transports. So I don't believe they're. His picks. Yeah, but they're on a ton of money. One of them is on fifty-five grand a week job. Yeah, but they both. I doubt. Nothing such things a free player anymore. Yeah, and I I very much doubt is that at the end of the track, the end of last season, the Bullich went to Sullivan and said, "What I'd really like is for Gooley and Northvelt, please." I very much doubt that, and I would I would suggest these are what he's been offered to take your pick. These are what we can get you. Do you did you hear what um, Rio Ferdinand said on BT Sport? No, I didn't. He said players should feel insulted from what Slavin Bilic said. We're going to talk about training in a minute after his interview. But he said the players should feel personally insulted of what um, Slavin Bilic said about not having intensity of training um, and it just not being there like last season. Should they be personally insulted? Should they... Are they responsible for this lack of form? They've got to take some responsibility, of haven't they? they have. The of big time have. Charlies. Yeah. Of are they, they have. big time? Do they think they're big time Charlies well, and they don't have to train? We finished seventh. You know, I mean, we didn't win anything, did we? We we were in. We were top four. We were top two at one point. Yeah, but we finished seventh. For a day. We didn't win anything. So you know, they we, we got qualified for the uh, the Europa League. The Europa <laughs> yeah, League. So, and then what do you mean by default? Well, because because it's where the cup winners finished. All right, all right, all right. Seventh is all all right, though. Yeah. No, we finished seventh, which was a decent season, but we didn't win anything. It didn't, doesn't it? You know, it did nothing. Um, it was a stepping stone. They should have kicked on. So we we pulled, we fooled, a, we fell apart. All right. Um, there's not a lot to say. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Um, about the game, really, because it was it was a disaster. We stayed to the very end, despite lots of people leaving. Well, we had to stay um, to the very end because you can't get out. Yeah, true, true. Um, I, I just wanted to pick up, before we move on to the gaffer, um, what a steward said to you on our way out. We had to wait. There's normal segregation. I will say one thing, though. The segregation was lifted after about 15 minutes this time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was quicker. And um, and they actually, by the time I walked down, they'd opened Westfield as well. So they are learning and, and making it less of a, a bind. What did, uh, I'll let you say, the woman you spoke to who was a, a supervisor of steward, steward supervisor, what did she say to you? And what, what team did she support? Well, she did, so I can't remember how the conversation started, but it ended up with her saying to me, well, I'm a Tottenham fan, and if I had my way, I'd knock this place down to the ground. That's what she said. She's a Tottenham fan. She did admit, by the way, that she also was a steward at the bowling ground, didn't she? I don't know. She did. Can't remember that. You said you didn't know if she was a man. <laughs> I don't say such a thing. <laughs> she. I wouldn't have argued with her. No. No. Anyway. I um, don't argue with anyone. No. <laughs> well, you argue with me. Yeah. Well. Anyway, uh, it's the time to say. Um, what do I say? Sure. 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 Let's hear what the. Gaffer has to say. This, this, and that, this and that. Slavin, yep. 70 minutes gone, and it's only 1 0. You must think, bring on the uh, big fella Carol, and uh, you've got a chance of getting something out of this game. And then everything just went wrong in the last 20 minutes. What happened? I mean, we just conceded a goal after, uh, just before he came on, to be fair, yeah. Uh, well, good evening. Uh, We had some good spells in the game, like we had some good spells in the season and all that, but 
we have to say honestly that, be honest and say that we don't do it every game for a whole length of the game. Sometimes, so they deserved it. We had some spells, all right, or nil-nil, one-nil for them, even on two-nil for them. But they were, for 90 minutes there, very aggressive. We knew they were quick, of course, they have that pace up front and combination, and sometimes they like the game to, to be played on a big pitch, because that they, they let you have something, but then if they get a ball, then they attack you on a big space, and then they are very lethal, of course. Uh, but I'm very disappointed, feel frustrated and humiliated, to be fair. I want to say sorry to fans and to the club and to everybody that has anything to do with West Ham United, and uh, because uh, it it was really bad. Maybe the result is not. If you look at the spells of the game, moments of the game, like until last 20 minutes, we were very alive in the game. But then you can't say that that they didn't deserve it. So. Simon Arsenbein said you were lacking confidence. Uh, do you agree with that assessment? Confidence is one. I mean, he is very polite, and he's of course he knows it, and he told me some good things uh, just before the end of the game, but. Confidence is one of the reasons, you know. Of course, you can't have confidence uh, when you are 16th on the table and your expectations are maybe to be 7th, 8th or whatever. And when, when you lose few games, you can have the confidence as long as the result is good and then, and then keep it like that. But confidence, it's, it's a chain reaction, you know. Somewhere I said it on the television and I said it to the players and I said it to Ken, let's say a few times. I feel responsible for this because somewhere during the line, and I was, I'm talking about this from the pre-season, some, somewhere during the line we lost the intensity in trainings. We don't do it in every training, we do it occasionally, and that's why we can't do it over 90 minutes in the games. And we have to bring back that. Without that, uh, you can't rely only on on quality. E every team's got more or less quality in a league, but everything's got enough quality in, a, uh, in this league. But if you don't have intensity, like we don't have it at the moment, but we don't have it since the start of the season, on the level that is required, or, or on, on the level that we had last year, without that, you, you it's just a very possible reflection. Is that down to you or the players? Is it well, it's my. I'm not. You know me more, more or less. I'm not trying to find excuses or whatever, uh, and I'm not trying to say who is guilty. But it's. It's. I feel. I said that to my staff, and I said that to players. It's my responsibility as a manager, and I have to get that. Uh, get that back. 
as soon as possible because we, we don't have it at the moment. We can't lie, we can't say this and that, we can say that, yeah, if that volley had gone in or, or whatever, but uh, screw that, you know, it's not, it's not that. We can't hide behind the, behind whatever, behind referee's decisions, not tonight, but overall, but it's not good. We had Moises 14 games played so far. We had some great games. We had game against Chelsea, we had game against Palace, we have majority of the game against Spurs, we had Old Trafford, we have very working game against Bournemouth, you know, and all that. We have injuries and also it's, it's, we had eight injuries today. Yeah, 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 that's all true, but, but no. This, this is the main reason, what I told you, and it's, it's, that's a fact, that's a fact. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. No. If that intensity is not there in training and it's not there on match day, what can you do to get it back? You have many. I mean, it's we are not the first and not the last to lose it. We are not the first and not not the last not to look at the, like the same team from five games before or from the last season. Uh, it is there. It is in us. It is in us. Starting with me, it is in the players. So. We have to start doing it, but consistently, is that the word, yeah? For Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then on Thursday, okay, deliberately we're going to have easy one, and then five minutes, five minutes, hard one, that, and that's the only way. Because it's there, it's not that, look, and we can do it. We can do it. Because it's not that somebody told me that, that this place has had it, I don't know, before I was here. No, no, nobody has to tell me that they, they have done it yesterday. Like, and that's it without that. But if we're going to go around and again talking about injuries, which are true, if we're going to talk about uh, that and that, uh, shopping in January or whatever and that, or, or, or bad decisions from this, bad luck or whatever, no. No. Oh, that comes. That comes along. No better than me. When it pours, when it rains, it pours. But this intensity and dedication to the cause is missing. So, as the players taking enough responsibility. Sorry. As the players taking enough responsibility. I don't have to take responsibility. I take the responsibility. Ah. Players are there to perform and to give everything in training and all that. The manager is there to take the responsibility. And I have absolutely no problem whatsoever with that. But, uh, there's no point after the game to, yeah, I'm going to take responsibility, I'm going to take... We need, we need that before the game and during the game and we need that in training. I mean, we can talk for ages here now, you know, tomorrow, but this is... This is uh, this, this is uh, gentleman effect, 100% right, 100% right. We didn't forget to play football, we didn't forget to be creative and all that, but we, somewhere during the line, is, is that the right word? Yeah, like during, somewhere, somehow during the line we lost it. Yeah, sorry? Of course we are. Uh, of course we are. Of course they know, of course, we spoke that. 
No, it's not that they, they don't care. They, I spoke with, I spoke, speak to all of them. I spoke to all of uh, to them. It's, it's something is there between care and between being crazy. They might know they're in a relegation fight, but do you think they, they really, uh, they, they don't believe that their talent will get them out of it, and that they don't, they need to work harder? Do you think they just believe that they're good enough to run it around? That's a good question. That's a good question. No, 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 don't, don't be flattered that much. <laughs> I'm joking. No, it's a good question. It's a good question. To be fair, it, it doesn't look that we know that. When I say I, I, I don't like those, they and me, we are together, including me. We didn't play tonight like we know, and we, we were in the same position, like we were before the game. We didn't drop now into that position, so it's a good question, but it's definitely, uh, it's definitely about time for us, not for them, for us to realize what we what we what position we are what is our situation at the moment and what is the only thing we got to do and we out to do to get ourselves out of that zone and so, that's so this story is played out in football loads of times before you, you know what happens if the players don't respond to the manager ultimately the manager will get the chop do you think that you're in that kind of territory, horrible as that is to ask you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, no you problem. It's your job to ask me that, and I, uh, and, uh, and it's a normal uh, question in this kind of situation where the expectations are higher than than the situation we are in. Uh, I also like I'm I'm very positive person, open person. I try to be open here and honest. Uh, I'm very optimistic. I never give up. I was that kind of a player that I'm like saying my CV now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm positive. I can turn this around. But do I enjoy to be in this situation? No, I don't enjoy it. Do I feel the pressure? Yeah, but it's not about the pressure. But I don't want to feel like I'm feeling now. Am I brave? Yes, I am. Am I positive? Yes, I am. Did I do enough last season for West Ham to get some credit? I think I did. At the same time, I'm very, I'm 48 and I'm all my life in football. 30 years I'm in football, so I'm now I know how it works in football, but I have absolutely no problem with that. Do I like my job? Yes, I like it. So it's not a question for me. No. Just one more. What was the score today? No, no, seriously. No, no, basic touch for Thank you. Thank you. Because he's Turkish, you know, that, that, that's why I asked. You were 2 down last season, but you seem to have that self confidence and you came back and it was very. Yeah, okay, last year. You know, excuse me, but I felt that some of the big players didn't seem to have that, you know, Yeah, but I'm talking about that for half an hour now, the same thing, and you notice that and it's good. You can't say, you can't comp Last year it was Andy Carroll basically with the whole team who brought us back 
before the half time. We were all over the place last year, if we remember the game when 2 0 was. They were, it's much, it was much more likely to be 3 0 than 2 0. And I was begging for a half time. Because 2 0, you still have enough if you change anything. And to go, it's 2 0. But it was very likely to be 3 0. Andy brought us back with the team together. And 2 2. Second half, we played great. Uh, tonight, uh, we, we had good spells. One. Uh, if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Nil, nil. Although, although they have a couple of great chances in the beginning. And one nil, I think we played good. So you can't say that we gave up. At, even on two nil, we didn't give up. But uh, we lost our fitness. And if you are losing, if you are if you are conceding goals, then even that fitness that you have it goes down. The pitch becomes. I said it all. I'm talking for 40 minutes now. I think you understand. Sorry. As many as possible. <laughs> Thank you. What do you think of that, John? Oh, I think it's a load of rubbish. What, you don't think he took any... That was a long one. That was the whole press conference, by the way. All 15 or 14 minutes of it. Was it? He was a bit depressed, wasn't he? Did he play the whole 15 minutes? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was important because he said a lot of stuff in there. Plus, we're going to gonna have a short one. Yeah, no, it's, it's useful. So, um, let's move on to probably the most important thing that, that he said in there, which he said, as I, I indicated earlier, 
There's not enough in... He, he actually admitted, sometimes he wears his heart on his sleeve maybe a d bit too much. He admitted there's no training intensity at Rush Green. And yeah, it's a bizarre thing to say, isn't it, John? It is a bizarre thing to say. And, you know, again, he is an emotional man, isn't he? So he's... If that's how he feels, and if he doesn't feel that he can turn that back on or turn that around, then the man should walk away, shouldn't he? Yeah. Now, here's the dilemma, and we've been running this on Clarence Hugh. Quesh we understand, closest, uh, sources close to the club, say they're not convinced with the backroom team. So you've got two Croatians as the, the, the first team coach and the number two. I forget their names, but you know what I mean. They don't speak English. Um, then you've got this ex-69-year-old fitness coach who was the handball champion of Croatia and something to do with long jump or something. He's a fitness coach. And then you've got, you've got the second coach, who's Julian Dix. Um, and I think my information is, and we, we've run this on Clarence Hugh this week, is a lot of questions are being asked. Did did Slav choose wisely? Is this part of the problem we've got in the training regime? But there's a bigger question, and I'm going to ask you, John. How do you, when when he's picked the backroom team, how do you sack or replace the backroom team but still keep on to your manager? Or I can I you? I don't know, Sean. I don't know how they, if that, I, you know, we're just, it's still conjecture. We, we, you don't really know what's going on, do you? You don't. I do. Well, yeah, because you get stuff from one side of the argument. If everything has two-sided arguments, Sean. Mm. You know, but something's going wrong. You've got to admit that there's something going wrong behind the scenes. It's not just bad luck. Yeah, something's not something's not right, or, or, but it's, it's not right from top to bottom, isn't it? But you know what? If it's the choice of it's keeping the manager... Storm. It's a perfect storm of yeah. everything going tits up. If... If it's a case of keeping the manager and sacking the... I mean, do you have any allegiances, God bless him, to um, Julian Dix? If you say, all right, Julian, thanks. Cheers, mate. But yeah, I like Julian game. Dix. I, I thought yeah. he was is he a good guy. coach? I don't know. Is it, good coach to, is it good to have two coaches who don't speak English in the Premier League? Is that unusual? I don't know. The Premier League is mainly Is it good anyway. to have a fitness coach? I mean, we're told... That um, AU was not 100% fit. A fitness coach that that he's got expertise in handball and he's 69 he years old. He must have something more to him than that. They wouldn't have employed him. Yeah, the, bottom, well, the bottom line is jobs short. for the boys. The responsibility. Jobs for the Croatian boys with the Sullivan brothers. The brothers. Well, the, the brothers. Or the Gold and Sullivan. They're, it finishes with them, or or you know, it was the deputy in charge break. You know, it finishes with them. He wants to, if he's the manager and he brings in a 69-year-old fitness coach who's a handball specialist, don't employ him. Question that at that point. You know, it's just... Everything gets deflected. It is never their fault in the okay. board. They make well, let me ask you a question. Should Slaven Bilic be sacked? Should he be given to the end of December, the end of January... Or the end of the season. Why have you got these specific times and things? Well, because because <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Obviously, we ran a, a famous Clarence Hugh poll, which I know you love, John. I find them totally embarrassing, especially after a five-one defeat against Arsenal. That's the very same day to put a poll on about your manager. Well, the good good thing it is, is just, a lot it's of as if you're wishing him. for something. To, you, it's it's terrible, terrible thing to do. 
Well, despite that, 2,214 people did take part. They and you claim to have 50,000 people subscribe to it? Yeah, they do, but not so everybody takes part in that, and mm. not everybody reads Clarence and Hugh every day. I'm just going to give you the numbers. I know you don't like it, but seven, nearly 20% say sack him now. One in five said get rid of him. 28%, nearly 29% said give him to the end of December. Nearly 9% say to give him to the end of January. 2.5% end of February. And um, uh, nearly 36% say give him to the end of the season. And the remainder, 4.6%, say don't know. <laughs> People, don't know. people vote who don't know. <laughs> don't know, yeah. Where do you <laughs> see? You must have a view. You might not agree with a poll, right? It's it's a it's a bit of fun at the end of the day. You know, let's not take it too seriously. It gives an indication how West Ham fans are feeling. I get what you say. Shouldn't have done it after a 5-1 defeat. But I tell you what, it still shows after a 5-1 defeat, 36% of people still say give him to the end of the season. So that shows he's still popular, doesn't it? Well, let's face it. If you've got, if you're connected to West Ham at the moment, it's hard not to be more popular than the board, isn't it? And that's the bottom line. <laughs> yeah. The bottom line is the manager is more popular than the people running the club. Yeah. So they don't want to see him gone because there's a connection to him. There's no connection to the Arsenal loving Brady. There's no connection to Goldie who now, sold you a dream and gave you nothing. Fun, funny you, you should know, say that because there was a planned protest. Uh, well, they, they, fans not bands was the, the protest. You weren't supposed to take your seat. Uh, there was a one-minute silence, which, by the way, you miss for the, you know, the Colombian uh, or was it Brazilian um, team. Um, one person shouted an obscenity during that um, that uh, minute silence against Brady. But apart from that, it wasn't obvious that people weren't taking to seat. The only person I saw who didn't take to his seat at uh, uh, kick-off was you. Now, w I want to ask you a question. Were you protesting against Brady and, and joining in fans, not bands, or could you just not be asked to move away from your drink at the bar? Which one was it? I was uh, finishing my drink. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you even were conscious of the fans, not, not bands really, protest? No, but it, again, it's like something like that is so hard to orchestrate and organise you know, you've got to be properly organised to get a, a marked difference to get enough people to protest. There's a lot of people upset. Someone was stopped um, bringing in a great big flag. It's You're not allowed to bring it. I, I know it's been reported that um, 12... But yeah, but that's, again, why are you not allowed to bring in a flag? Well, it's the rules. It's the ground regulations. And it's if it's contentious... I know, but if it says contentious slogans, which said, sack Brady... Then they they can decide. It's private property. It's You're not allowed to bring it. It's quite common to find clubs with black people with flags. Like Arsenal fans used to have banners out with finger out. Mm. Saw that at the bowling two well, or three years. I've been told, and it would have been too soon anyway. The chap's not banned. He was not permitted to come in the stadium with that flag. Well, it's been he's not reported banned. on KUMB that he's been banned. I know, but it doesn't work like that, John. To be banned, you've got to get a letter, which will come in about seven days' time. I spoke to the club today, and the club said no, he's not banned. In fact, they said he shook hands with, with one of the directors. Show no hard feelings, and he wasn't. It wasn't heavy-handed. He wasn't escorted out by the police, that some say. But I agree, as always. There's two sides to the story. Yeah, but let's just see. see. I will. Yeah, I will, will talk see. to, try and talk to him, and find out whether he does get banned. But my information is he won't get banned. There's. It's going to be very hard because let's face it. The most of the grief that's going on is around our area. 
in the 114, yeah. 113 area. Yeah. They're filming, they're continuous filming. Yeah, I'm going to talk about area. that. Just want to finish off of the billet stuff. I haven't got, by the way, I just want to push you on one thing before we, before we move on. Where do you sit on billet? I'm not Leave asking to answer the poll. Leave him in place at the Leave end of the season. Place. Leave or him in place at the end of the season. Yeah, and if we get relegated? Up to the club then. Someone yeah. said to me today, I'm not going to mention their name, Nigel, um, secretly, well, not very secretly, because I've said it now, they they wouldn't mind us getting relegated to teach the owners a lesson. I wouldn't like them to Would you, them. Do, do you really, no. does anyone really think that way? I don't think, I don't Nigel. think, I, it, I, I, doesn't matter to the owners. Matters to me though. I enjoyed my season in the championship, but only if I can guarantee to get back the next season. But I think it's different now. I expect more. It wouldn't be. I mean, uh, and it would be. It would be catastrophic for this club to be the likes of likes of me or you or, or people of a certain age are so used to being relegated and we not winning. We still feel like a yo-yo club. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if we did get relegated, and it wouldn't be the end of the world. But it, it would be. Terrible for their people that own the club. It would be absolutely terrible. Yeah. It might clear out all these people that are non-West Ham fans who've got season tickets. Yeah. They might disappear. Anyway, um, you've said you'll back him. Let me tell you that Lambrooks today uh, wrote a story of odds to replace Billich. This is the next West Ham manager, which is w w which um, obviously um, I'm going to tell you a minute exclusive is not. Sam Allardyce at nine to two. Frank De Boer at five to one, Gary Monk at twenty-one, Steve McLaren twenty to one, Michael Laudrup twenty-one, and Harry Redknapp thirty-three to one. Which one do you fancy, John? <laughs> the Allardyce hilarious. Yeah, Sam, Sam Allardyce. There is. We know, right? Senior sources close to the club. Never will Sam Allardyce be back at this club. Or Harry Redknapp. Or Harry Redknapp. Yeah. He ain't getting near the Steve money. Steve McLaren really? No. Laudrup. No, none of them. It's Joe. Let me read you something, right? A Clarence Hewing uh, exclusive that did come on the record from David Sullivan this afternoon. This was um, reports that um, Billage's um, managerial um, tenure was, was on a, a knife edge or on a thread. Um, he said, there are simply no crisis talks. This is not true. Just uh, It's just not the case at all. We have a regular Monday morning phone call to each other, and it was again the case today. It was a little longer than usual, as we are both extremely worried about things. But, in capital letters, the board are solidly behind the manager. There you go. Vote of confidence. There you go. They're sacking next week, then. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to ask one other question. Um, a few quick-fire things for you. Sanchez selfie with the ball boys, right or wrong? A lot of people objected to that. They shouldn't be running up to the hat-trick hero, Sanchez, and asking for their... Selfie to be taken. They're just lads, aren't uh, they? It doesn't surprise me, to be honest. It really doesn't surprise me. It's the way the Premier League is going. Um, George Seed, we were sitting here watching the football yesterday. George Seed, some girl in a Chelsea jacket at the uh, yeah. Everton game. You know, it's just, it's just the way things are going in the Premier yeah. League. It's, it's all about the stars, isn't it? Um, Rio Ferdinand offers his services defensive coach. Would you take him? Yeah, I don't think that'd be a bad idea, really. Yeah. You have to qualify in his coaching yeah. coaches, but I wouldn't be a bad Trevor idea. Sinclair criticises Billich that he should have spent more time scouting over the summer and spent less time doing punditry on ITV. Maybe he knows something you don't. Or we well, don't. is he right to criticise Billich? I don't know. I can't criticise Billich on the transfers until I really knew how the transfer system worked from both sides of the 
coined. Yeah. You know, on the face of it, the transfers this season have been absolutely abysmal. Big Brother is watching you. So I think you missed this, but next to 114, there's still some people left in Block 114 where we are in Block 113. They were continually covert operations led by someone who's, who's very well known called Jacqueline Davis, who's, who's an undercover um, operative. She's written books. She was leading continual still photographs and videos uh, taken of 114 and 113 us. Is that right or is that wrong? I, I if you've got nothing to hide, is that a problem? I think it's wrong. Why do you need to film people who are not doing anything? We're not doing anything. I agree with you. You know what? Why we agreed on this one, John? Why do they need it? You know, and what they're going to do with it by taking a pitch, by getting you your, your like your physical like image, they can align that to your seat. They're going to align it to all your details. Everything's there, isn't it? But by yeah. being a season ticket holder, you've got they've got everything about you apart from a actual image of what you yeah, look like. Yeah. So now they can put those two together. What they're going to do with it? Well, it came out. I don't know if you saw. There's a London Assembly where Cameron Brady was. Um, there have been 28 arrests all season. 18 of them have been inside the stadium. Nine of them were West Ham fans. 71 bans. Forget this 200 number. Only 71 people have been banned. Some of them have been appealed now. And and they gave figures on how much it cost. They, they bought police in for the Stoke game. That was £43,000 billed to the stadium operator on its own. And, and they've said the cost of police in West Ham um, so far was 429000 for the season so far. That all gets picked up by the taxpayer. Right or wrong? Do I think it's right or wrong? Yeah. I've said it before. I think that... I mean, the pre all Premier League clubs should employ a certain amount of police. They should pay the forty grand or whatever it costs for a policeman. Yeah, well, I think they, they did, but West Ham don't pick up that bill. It's a stadium operator, London 185, and that's what they well did for the Arsenal game. West Ham don't pay for anything. What did we pay? 2.5 million. 2.5 yeah. million a year. Yeah. So how much did we get in the television money last season? Yeah. Um, oh, 87 million or so. And how much did we get for selling the bowling? 30? 35 million. So that's 125 million. Yeah. So where did that go? Well, pay off their debts, mate. Have they cleared the debts? They haven't, have they? No, they've still not got yet. over 100 Well, they owe it all to the thing. Anyway, so there's a going yeah. on with it. So where did money go? I don't know. So what, you know, it's, it, the whole thing, it hasn't gone on players, is it? Because we've no. got free players, loan signings. Yeah. It hasn't gone on the players. Do you know what time it is? Stop moaning. No, it's <laughs> Facebook, Twitter time. And rather than move it, it just comes in now. time where we uh, go to the Facebook um, site, which is um, facebook.com slash more than just a podcast. Chris Ludlow says, stadium is not fit for football, atmosphere is non-existent, always felt part of the game at the bowling, and the noise boosted the team, so always felt part of it. Now it just feels like we're watching from a distance with no influence, soulless. Yeah. Yeah, agree. You, you would agree with that, wouldn't you? I would. Lawrence Brown says, should Slav, the club, take up Rio's offer as defensive coach? And if so, where does that leave Julian Dix? And by the way, what is Dix's role in all of this anyway? 
one of the best defenders in the history, seems to be on the face of it, just on the bench. I can't see what he is doing at the moment. Keep up the good work, chaps. I'm sure it's a challenging time podcasting at the moment, but I'm sure you, it's a great listen for us. Uh, sorry, for us folk living far from home. A not too happy hammer listening in Dubai. I nearly got all the words out there. <laughs> That's so why answer you the said, you Lawrence's question. Yeah. You? I thought, let's, let's yeah. see you read them out. Yeah, I'm going to ask you to read the next two out. <laughs> especially, especially with the, the pronunciation. All right, Palumi Ogulana. Yeah. Right. Sad to see Victor Moses doing well. Any chance we can go in for Sigurd, Sigurdsson or Creswell and move to defence and keep Collins on the bench? Maybe we keep Zaza. And when he has played in his 14th in February, March, we send him back to the parent club, as we did Jenkinson. Nine to two the past two games. Looks like we need more than three at the back. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. What was the question? Who who were we? Did he say move in? So get Sigerson. Mm. So Creswell can move. Would back you Would you go Sigerson? If that's Sigerson from Swansea, then yeah, he's a decent player. Yeah. Okay. So yes. Yes. But um, keeping Zaza to the 14th no, game. No, that, no, Because Jenkinson went back, didn't he? Because he was injured. I, I hear I hear the ball weren't too happy when uh, Slavin Bilic put um, Zaza on for a few minutes um, last week. And that's caused more frictions. But he's here to say. Vote of confidence. Okay, Lewis Aaron Trouts. Why are we talking today and Bilic is still in the job when Mancini is still waiting for a job? Talk of Mancini, yeah. Dick shouldn't be exempt from criticism too. Why the f has this been able to go on? If you know the players are fit, etc., why not do something about it? Maybe working on signings and training regimes rather than punditry in the summer would have helped. <sighs> not a village fan. Watch us get walloped by Liverpool, and another game goes by, we lose and then drop further into the mine. Yeah, I don't see us getting anything at Anfield, do you? No, no. Ed Hawthorne, through mid-February last season, we played five matches where we obtained a man advantage due to red cards. Looking back, did the red cards mask the underlying problems of our squad, which are now evident? Um, I think we got away with some stuff last season due to our attacking abilities more so than... We got lucky a bit as well. Maybe so, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, Andrew Quinn, if if Billich has lost influence in the dressing room... Who do you think is a disruptive influence and should Dixie take him to one side, <laughs> shake him up a bit, possibly? Well, uh, as I say, my rumours say Abaloa caused the divide um, when he allegedly cackled to um, Village in a training match some months ago and Village took exception to it and sent him to train with the kids. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Uh, Douglas Woodhurst, I think many fans agree that the summer sign has lacked ambition. Now we are faced with a January window where clubs know we are desperate and can hike up prices for defenders and strikers. Force economy trying to keep it, trying to do it on the cheap, and that has to be a finger pointed at the board. Although Bridge has some input, I'm sure. I wish people would stop moaning about the awful ground we now have and sing up. Get yeah. behind your team. Come on. Protest of every single fan standing for the first half next week under the lights would send a message. But I think Nigel has it spot on. And the game is up there for these so-called supporters, for these so-called supporters in charge. The game is up for these so-called supporters. 
Yeah. Fans, not protests. Tim Sherman, can we avoid relegation this season with our current form? Are there really three teams worse than us? Uh, I thought there was. Sunderland seemed to be on the upward trajectory. Yeah. Bowl, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's what it's looking like. I mean, for the first time, I've sort of said, use the word relegation dogfight, you know, that we could see ourselves in a relegation well dogfight. Well, the, the, the displays recently tend to make you think that way. Yeah. Uh, Greg Milker, I'm scared Slav has lost the dressing room. Do you think he has? Or Sean? No. Don't think he has. No. I said that earlier. And Nigel Kahn. How Best can to last. How can the club mend its, mend its fractured relationship with the fans? Has a line been crossed that can't be repaired? Are the board really aware of how many strokes some feel about those shysters? A recent poll on 35% of season ticket holders said they will renew. What do the boys think on this and will they renew? Yeah, this was KUMB run a poll on uh, renewing. I, I certainly will. So renew. is that only a only thirty five percent of season ticket holders said they will renew Correct. next season. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 worrying, isn't it? And and again, right, it works both ways. You know, you're running a poll about renewing at the worst possible time, and and therefore you're going to get a certain result. Most people, I would hope, by the end of the season, that thirty five percent increases. I, I think it will be a big drop drop off because I do, but I don't think it will be sixty five percent. Yeah, I really don't. It will be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Oh, it's all right, though, because as Brady says, there's 50,000 people waiting for our tickets. Yeah. Even though when I asked if I could get a refund of mine, they told me to do one. Um, so on Twitter, we've got Nigel again. Why, why bother on here? You only read the ones from Facebook. <laughs> is that <laughs> what he said? <laughs> and Hilarious. And Leon, no, mine is too long for a podcast. Lol. Um. So. Uh, no, he does bring up a good point, Nigel, which is a lot of people believe that the stance they took on standing, they crossed the line, and it's hard to get back after that. Well, the letters, we all got the letters and yeah, stuff. It was just, yeah. It, and it really made you feel That was like the start of the beginning, which, you know, there was talk of social cleansing, there was talk of, you know, they don't want the kind of working class fan anymore, they just want the prawn you brigade. You, you've seen some some stuff about that, haven't you? Yeah. You know, when you're getting told by people at the club, you can see the venom in their eyes. Yeah. Well, hold on a minute. But on a, I, I, you know, someone I'll stand up and actually agree with you and Nigel saying, on a, on a cold January evening, who are you going to rely on filling those seats? Well, it, I'll tell you what, it ain't your prawn uh, sandwich brigade. No. It is the people that have stood there in the wet and the cold in the championship, the people have supported West Ham for years and years and years. And next season, when all the novelty is worn off and these plastic fans and I neutral fans and everything. No, but, but, but you've bought your season ticket now. Yeah. It will be the loyal fans that will renew their season ticket because, you know, we can't go and support another team. Nice. Anyway, uh, we're, we're over f 52 minutes for our short podcast now. Okay. Um, I suppose we better do a, um, what's the word? A prediction. Can I just say one thing? Go on. Which you didn't mention on here. Go on. Where you put the chicken runners no more. Can it's I just not. please ask yeah. the likes of you yeah. and other Twitter accounts yeah. and social media to stop putting up pictures of the demolishing of the bowling? Why? It's like watching a car crash in slow motion and watching it, people taking pictures. I don't want to see it. Oh. Everyone keeps putting up these pictures. The, the East End's gone. The, the Trevor Brookings stands right, gone. The Bobby Moore's it gone. Behind. It's now a piece of grass. You don't want to see it, do you? I don't want to see it, no. Okay, all right. 
Do you want us to do a sort of announcement? Please look away. If you don't <laughs> want to know the result. I'll just have to unfollow you. <laughs> Especially when you did that stupid thing the other day in your Man United top. Oh, how did you see that? You didn't even mention that. That was a bet I had with Andy Goldstein. Yeah, well, you're so stupid to have a bet like that. It was a stupid place. bet. You're just, you're just so How do you know? You didn't even see a picture. You're so wrapped up in your little media world. You don't even notice half the things that are going on around yeah. you. You really don't. How can I not see the picture? You're all over Twitter. Yeah. Well, it's good now. I, my, I won't make a stupid bet like that. Predictions. Uh, Liverpool away. 3-0 Liverpool. 3-0 Liverpool. Um, I hate I hate going against the club. I really do. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah. So I'm going to say uh, the best I can hope for is a draw. Um, I'm going to say 1-1 one, because one, I can't bring myself to say we lose. No. But I do think we will. Uh, one goal apiece. Good. Let's hope we get your result. Yeah. What do we do now? We say goodbye. That's what we do now. Yeah, yeah. So hang on, let me bring the uh, the uh, in outro a bit closer um, because we don't have to do it. Here we go. Um, here we go. What do we say? Right, that's it for today. It's, it's goodbye from me. This morning. It's goodbye from me. Well, Jeff. come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Chin up. Shit up, boys. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.